everyone. How are you guys this morning? I'm good. Good Good. morning. So today's topic came to me kind of because a conversation we were having um, and this difference between knowing and knowing. And I know that lots of times I struggle because I'm like, well, I know this stuff, but it's, there's almost like this void in between of logically knowing, and then I'm going to call it embodying when we know it, like in our core, know it, like feel it to our bones, know it. And that's a really hard place to be because in that middle, you're kind of like, well, I know what to do, but it's not working or it's not feeling right. Or it's, you know, it's that wavery kind of time. So I thought it would be really interesting to have a conversation to see what you do in those times. Or maybe you don't even have those times. Maybe it's just me. Um, but that's what I thought we could kind of talk about today. So I will open it up and jump in. <laughs> We're already <laughs> speechless. Um, <laughs> I would say I know a lot of things, but do I actually know? Do I actually follow through? You know, like I, I had a situation last week where somebody was shocked that I wasn't protecting myself daily and I'm like well I I know I should I guess but oh that's interesting Tammy yeah yeah I'm kind of shocked too are you that's, that's a good one <laughs> yeah because I went through that too with I He's I know I the should ball. yeah but I'm not and I don't know if you want what I came to with that is because I know we've talked about it before, is I was still holding on to that pattern that it's my responsibility to save people. Mm-hmm. Well, and I get into this, like, fear of what if I'm doing it wrong? What if I'm, I, I don't know, when days run into each other and I think, oh, it's been three days and it feels like 24 hours. So... But but it, I think that's so interesting what you said, Tammy, is that you can't do it wrong. It's just right. So in my, this is in this is my conditioning in my head. What, yeah. Like I'm so worried. This is I get it from my mother. I don't know. I can say that I guess. But yeah, I'm like I worry too much. Am I doing it wrong? Or oh, when you meditate, you shouldn't cross your legs or arms. Or oh, you should do this or should do that. And I just feel like I'm always going to screw it up because that's how I've. I've always screwed everything up. Like, you know, mm. <sighs> that so conditioning, I just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That conditioning is so deep yeah. and can take over when we know in our head, like, like we know in our head, but the knowing in the capital letters, like the way Tara wrote it, yeah. it and putting it into um, everyday practice in our lives. Well, and also my thing too, that I, that I, it's, that came up for me last week. So I'm kind of trying to deal with it, but, and I tried to post it in our group, but I couldn't just say, I just couldn't say it right. Um, So my thing is like, I've tried so hard to be a routine person and maybe I'm better. I'm just not. So when I, when I try to have a routine and then I fail, it's another failure that makes me feel worse about myself. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so like I know I should, but do I? I mean, why? Why should you? Is my question. Why should I? 
I mean, why should you push yourself into a routine when you're not a routine person? Because I'm supposed to do these things every day, like protect myself and meditate and all the blah, blah, blah. Like, Oh, you're supposed to. Supposed to, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard that loud and clear. Yeah. That's another version. Right. So did yeah, I. Yeah, so yeah. That's my struggle. Okay, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to protect myself. I'm supposed to meditate daily. I'm supposed to blah, blah, blah. But then it, it should be I get to. You know, it should be. But the thing is. Myself. The thing is, we we cannot physically, physically, I don't know. We cannot do everything every day. So why isn't it okay that I protect myself when I feel like I need to? It absolutely is okay. It is. It is. I was going to say, well, who says it's not? <laughs> yeah. I had a, say, I had a situation, last, that are telling I had a situation last week that I won't get into um, that it made me feel like I was doing it wrong. Uh, there is no way to do it wrong. It's all about intention. Amen. You, as long as you have the intention, there's no way to do it wrong. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say it this way. I was working with an angel messenger in a, a full moon meditation last week. And when I said something, she said, oh, well, I know you protect yourself every day, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I don't. Like, this is part of my struggle with my self-care. And she was like, what? <laughs> and kind of reprimanded me, you know? So... But the struggle, I think, I, I'm not talking about you, Tammy, I'm just thinking in general, is n not doing it every day is a habit. And maybe some days we don't have to. I don't. I make sure that I put my bubble around me and protect myself when I'm going out into people yeah. because it's really people-y out there. Right. Right? Well, when I do my Monday night tarot or when I'm... Yeah. yeah I, but I, do I don't... But I don't consciously, when I'm in my home, where I have, um, you know, it's it's an automatic general thing that I, it's protected. I don't wake up in the morning and say, okay, I have to protect myself. I I don't. I don't know who how everybody else does it. Yeah. Well, I do it when I feel drawn to do it. I do it exactly. when your guides remind me to do it, or when I'm inspired to do it. Same thing with meditation. I don't get up and meditate every day. And honestly, it doesn't even occur to me to get up and meditate right. every yeah. single day. Exactly. You know, I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm in my 50s. My first thought when I wake up to, in the morning is, can I get to the bathroom on time? I am not thinking meditation. No. <laughs> exactly. I am not thinking meditation. I am thinking I have another need that needs to be taken care of. Absolutely. And then I need, and then I need you. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I, I, and, you know, I, I think the, the people that say, you know, you should, you should do this every day, you should do this every day, and they're doing it in a um in a caring they're trying to remind you to care for yourself and but you know where is that rule who made that rule and why do i feel the need and the stress and and the pressure to do it every day like christina says i do it when i feel when my guides say okay time to do it yep right yeah that's how i am i don't know sorry i got a phone call there um, I'm yeah, and that's kind of how I feel um, when I feel like I'm, I, I'm learning to trust my intuition. So 
And that's beautiful. It's causing more stress. Then why would I do it? Absolutely. I'm trying to relieve that in my life. So I'm going to jump on quickly and it might be loud. Um, It's so funny because my other thought of naming this one was the ego and the spiritual ego. (laughs) And look what's coming up. Um, I have found that once we start losing our typical ego, those who are on the spiritual path develop a spiritual ego. And from my experience, that one is even nastier (laughs) than the regular one. That that it's tied itself to all spiritual concepts, which are good, but yet it's making it the rule. Like, yeah, it's hurting. It's it's creating the same sort of situation that we were already in with our regular ego. Yeah. And so it's, I call mine my spirit. I call it the overlord because it is, (laughs) it is judgy as shit. It's crazy. Yeah. But, I almost found that one harder because the concepts are exactly what I want to be living, but it has those rules and that control piece and that it has all the things of the ego, but now it's got spiritual backing behind it. And so it's got concepts that I absolutely 100% align with, but now it's, you know, it's latched onto those. And so that's my piece. Yeah, that, that makes sense, because I'm so hard on myself, so now I'm going to be even harder on myself, knowing I know that I should be doing this, that, and the other thing. Exactly. And, you know, it's it's kind of crazy that really the whole thing is about joy and peace and alignment, and if what you're doing isn't making you feel those things, then do something else. I just Don't raise yourself, Joy. <laughs> I just want peace. I just want to feel peace. If you I'm want to feel peace, do what makes you feel peaceful and quit I'm putting all these shoulds on yourself. Yeah. We talked, I, I don't know, was it in this or I don't know where it was, shoulding <laughs> on yourself. Why do we do yeah. that? Why do we should on ourselves? Right. That's crazy. I so, yeah. I heard you say the word should like four should. times. I know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. This is like, and I'm, I, I never got the whole conditioning thing till like just the other day when we were all talking about it. Like, I didn't think of myself as I didn't understand that whole conditioning thing, but now I think I get it. Just that whole wasp mentality of, you know, you have to act a certain way and be a certain way. And it matters what the neighbors think, you know? So I worry too much about what everybody thinks. And even in the spiritual realm, like, okay, now I'm worried about what all my spiritual friends think. So I'm going right through into the same conditioning. Wow. Okay. I think that's natural until we disengage the conditioning and, and that takes time. It's not just like, okay, I'm done with that conditioning now and it can move on because that's just trying to, to bypass your own growth. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, this is just so much. Okay. Booyah. <laughs> and I also, Booyah. Um, I find with the, the conditioning is anything that is not a want in my books is a conditioning. Anything that's a should or a have to or a need to, that's conditioning because it's dependent on something. Anything I want to do is me. Anything else is conditioning. Good point. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, the, the feelings of of that that should of that conditioning 
we they come up when we least expect them and they sit there and they poke at us and they say okay you should do this 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 healer said this this card reader said this this thing you read said this you should be you should you should and you start shooting all over yourself and it's not it's like Christina said it's in joy and in in intention and and being loving you where you are and doing what you are we all do things differently well, and that's it's the perspective goal. too isn't it like you can change your perspective to I get to instead of I need to or I should well, absolutely. And, and take the pressure off of myself and, you know, why, where is that again? Where is that the rule? Who made up that rule? Not me. Right. You know, and I do have rules that of my own that I live by, but everybody has their own rules. And as long as it's not hurting anybody else, it's fine to have my own rules. And one of my rules is like Christina said, if it doesn't bring me joy, I stop and say, okay, what's going on here? And this seems, especially, it, it seems like a, it should be joyous. This, this activity or this whatever I'm doing seems like I should really enjoy it and it should be fun. But I'm not having fun right now. Yeah. So what is going on here? What's this about? And, and um, realizing that I don't need to do everything that everybody suggests, even though it sounds good. Yeah. So figuring out what works for us individually, because we're all unique, unique individuals. We're all, yeah, we're all unicorns, as I say. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, you know, in, in 3D rules, which is what is causing you so much anxiety right now, yeah. they don't even apply as we're moving into 5D. You know, that's the thing. Okay, that's a very good point. I'm following 3D rules. Yeah. Going into a 5D realm, so it's still the rules are following me along the path. So how do how do we... Well, they're not following you. You're dragging them with dragging you. Them. I was yeah. going to say, you're yeah. dragging them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's so... For me, what I realized a little while ago is that the rules are there because they had to in 3D. So you needed those rules because they were competing against religious doctrine and against conditioning, cultural conditioning and everything. So there needed to be almost those rules because that's the 3D mentality. And so that spirituality needed to develop that to be a part of that world. But in 5D, because we're evolved now for the point that we are supposed to be living in alignment. We are supposed to be living in flow. And like Diane said, even if it's usually something that I enjoy, if I'm doing it and I'm like, this sucks today, um, like baking, I'm really enjoying baking and cooking right now. But if it becomes a have to, I stop because that's not in alignment with where I am. It might yeah. be an hour from now, but it's not right now. Right. Yeah. And I think, um, I think Tammy, standing on the outside, watching your struggle is that you are focused on mending hearts. That's your focus and that's beautiful and that's it's wonderful that you're drawn to that. But your heart, your own personal heart is layered in this stuff that you are personally working through too. And it's, it's 
a process for you as much as it is a process for the people that you touch. And these things are hitting you. Yeah. Uh, very quickly, very hard, very, you know, like in your face. And um, it, it, think, think about the things that you would tell the people that you help, the people that you talk to. Right. And all of these, again, all of these rules and all of these shoulds are like Christina said, you're dragging them along with you. Yeah. Yeah. So get your um, scissors out. Yeah. <laughs> I need to do some more cord cutting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, not, and not need to do some more cord cutting. You want to do the cord cutting. You want to do the cord cutting, yeah. Because it's going to release you. And just even setting the intention or giving yourself the permission to right. let it go. Let it go. Yeah. And I'm. why am I so hard on myself? I don't understand. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much support here, I can't even. <laughs> oh, goodness. I love it. I have it. no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness that's so funny i love it i love yeah. it too and i just want to quickly um tap in on something diane said because this came up for me this week and it it sent me in a little bit of a shock wave but she said as long as you're not hurting anyone and i was told by someone well this is what i want for christmas and this would make me happy and it doesn't make me happy. <laughs> and so there was this big guilt about, and so am I harming them? Yeah, I guess I am, but I need to choose me over others. So sometimes our choices, and so I think for me, what aligns more is as long as I'm not being malicious. Yeah. Well, like, that's like interesting, that. yeah. but not giving a gift, is that harmful? No, I, I, not in my, I mean, I don't I know don't the whole situation. So. I don't think so either. A gift is from your heart to the person and they might give you ideas. And we've been going through this in our family. You know, I want to get something and we've all said the same thing. Uh, we want to get something that the other person would really like to have, but hasn't gotten for themselves, you know, something that's important, well, not important, but they would like to have would bring them joy. That, like you said, but if that thing is going to make me not have my joy in giving it, I'm not going to give it. I, I really don't care how much they want it. If it doesn't bring me joy, I'm not going to give it. But I don't think it's being hurtful <clears throat> to them. They're um, just not getting the thing. And no, it wasn't a gift. Well, it, oh. it, it is. It's a gift to me. And they want my time. And... I don't want to, <laughs> period, because it's well, not healthy for me. There and you go. So, but, and that's what I was saying, because in her eyes, I'm harming her or hurting her because I'm not doing what she wants. Um. But for me, it doesn't align with me. And so, yes, I may be harming someone is what my, is my point, is we may be harming someone in their eyes, but no, it's just aligning with me. So anyway, I just wanted to add that in there. 
yeah. but you're also like you're you're following your intuition that this may not be right for them right now so even though they think that you may be harming them it may be what's in their best and highest good at this time that's a good point i think tara from tara has often said um that um i can't put it into as fine of words as tara says but about living each day in in my highest in the in in the highest and best of everyone involved everyone involved everyone includes you just saying exactly it does include you so and you said it perfectly diane oh well thank you (laughs) and i i think that for me for me to live in my highest good is making choices that sometimes don't make others happy. <laughs> exactly. But that's not my problem. Have to live with it. Right. And that's okay. Right. Yeah. Again, their happiness is not your your job. Right. Happiness is the inside job. Right. Yeah, it's not your responsibility. Right. But yeah, so I just wanted to add that because sometimes because I know that that really got me this week. And I was like, well, it's something I can easily give. But I want to. <laughs> like, yeah. it doesn't, I don't want to. It doesn't align with me. And I am making such efforts to um, to live in alignment and live in that joy that we talked about. That, that was, but it was that old conditioning of, well, you know, put others first. And it's, that's what you do for family and you that kind of that all came in so yeah it was just interesting and so when you said that I just wanted to put that little caveat in it's if it doesn't align with you it maybe seem harmful to others or be feel like it's being harmful or being whatever but that's again in their highest mind they need to look at that yeah I read our our listeners are something somehow I I've found this this past week there has been more than one person saying um when i choose to do something i know i really don't want to do because someone else it will make someone else happy i lose a little bit of myself Ooh, ouch thanks yeah uh-huh <laughs> i, I yeah. give yeah I give away a little bit of myself because I'm trying to make them happy instead of listening to me. And there's a mic drop. There yeah. it is. Oh, yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, no wonder I'm a mess. Yeah. <laughs> I put everyone else but myself first all my life, you know. And that's not an easy thing to transition from because it has been all our lives. We have yeah. learned that. To be a good girl, you do this. To be a good daughter, you do this. To be a good wife, you do this. To be a good teacher, you do this. To be a good, right? Yeah. Be a good mom, you do this. Exactly. Yeah, that mom thing. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> good morning, just, Jennifer. Good morning, Jennifer. <laughs> I'm sorry, Christine. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to say hi to Jennifer. Nope, nope. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, we, it's just say. those of us who have kids take a lot of guilt over motherhood. Oh, man. And that's where we come back to that, where that spiritual ego came in mm-hmm. it's because we've moved past maybe the basic stuff. Like I say, basic, I don't know, 
the regular ego. <laughs> and then we're on the spiritual thing, which is I'm supposed to give love and light. And then it's, so it's almost like it's supercharged because it's got, like I said, concepts and things that I absolutely align with, but it's making it rules, really. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Can I just point, what, I just, what I'm getting from what you're saying and kind of expanding on is that when we are so focused on doing the right things because we stepped onto the spiritual path and we're going through this ascension into 5D, I think that there's a misconception that we are supposed to be rising above everything and not experiencing the yuck of the of humanness and really i think it's the opposite i think we are supposed to be bringing more of the spiritual into our lives to help us guide our human lives and not try to rise above being a human because we're still in these bodies wow yep another mic drop <laughs> that and that's definitely a part of it but like even, yeah. you know, like Tam was saying, well, I should meditate, I should protect, and I should do this, I should do that. Then that's what I mean. Like the concepts have these spiritual backings, which I absolutely, I do want to live in gratitude and I do want to live in joy and I do want to spread love and light. And so I should do this at Christmas because that's spreading love. And it's like, but like Diane said, it's not really, and I'm not really spreading love if I'm doing it grudgingly because I am not wanting to do it. It's not in alignment with me. Right. I agree. Yep. Well, something that you said a minute ago, Tara, was that um, I want to spread love and light. Um, yes, but it's your love and your light, not as you see it and you give it, it's not how somebody else interprets that. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. This yeah. just hit me when you said that. Yeah. Um, my love and light is me being authentic, Absolutely. which is giving everyone else that permission to be authentic. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. I did not get it. I think there's five pieces out there. Sorry, I got a phone call. So, yeah, that just hit me, and it's like, okay, now I can wrap my head around that. Say that again for me. Me? <laughs> I said, my giving love and light is me living authentically. Authentically, okay, yeah. And so that is, and to me, authenticity is living in alignment, which means if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not going to do it, and that's my authenticity. Yeah, absolutely. Very and well that said. is me giving everyone else permission to live in their authenticity, whatever yeah. level they're at. Yeah. And that, that is your love and your light that you are spreading. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Woohoo. And let the rules go live in the corner over there. <laughs> rules, rules. <laughs> I think it's like any other, I think it's like the other ego. It, you just need to work through that conditioning again. And like I said, it feels a little bit harder because it's it's not that you're disagreeing with it. Like it's easy to, not easy, but when we talk about conditioning, like, um, I don't know, I can't even think of regular ego conditioning because 
my spiritual overlord has been my my battle partner lately. <laughs> um, but uh, or my teacher, I should say. But if it's you know like normal conditioning, then it's easier to see. But when it's something that you believe in and wholeheartedly believe in, but now all of a sudden there's all these rules, it makes it harder because it's right. It's absolutely right. I do want to protect myself, but it's added these, well, you need to, and you have to do it this way and you have to do it that way. And I don't know why I got like a voice there, but <laughs> that's the voice of my overlord. It's very, um, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, but that's the thing is it's, and, and so it's got such backing that I absolutely align with. And that's what makes it so sneaky and so difficult. But then I, again, I go down to the, if it's a should or a have to, then it's not in alignment, no matter what it is. Even if it is something that, you know, like I should be practicing gratitude. Okay, if I'm doing it from the should energy, that's not in alignment with me. If I'm what if, from I, that what if I should be filling orders? Like I have orders I have to fill and I just can't seem to find the energy. That I, I think I can answer that one, Tammy, because okay, good. I, 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 I'm an artist like you are. And, and um, uh, you guys are all on my one craft page that I've posted. Absolutely nothing for sale this year. Yeah. <laughs> And um, creativity is a very hard thing. And creativity does not work when you put rules on it. It's hard to have a business when you're creative because yes. it doesn't always flow the way. And then it becomes a chore, you know. No, and it absolutely doesn't flow. And I mean, I've done one card order this year. Yeah. And only because I'm very committed to that, that person. And um, I actually just finished them before we came online here, even though they were supposed to be done two days ago. <laughs> and uh, yeah, creativity and a business module together can be so joyous, but so miserable sometimes. Yeah. Well, and also, I don't feel like I'm contributing enough to the household income, you know, so I feel obligated. <laughs> which I know he keeps giving me a, <laughs> a hard time about. Stop worrying about that. So it's it's a battle in my head for sure. Mm -hmm. I feel like Diane can speak on this one because um, <laughs> I, I, if she wants to, because I know that that almost sounds very similar to you with the book. Absolutely. I was thinking, wow, that sounds so familiar. Yeah. Um, you know, the deadline for the book, deadlines for the book, it, it was a struggle um, because like you said, Tammy, there were many, many days that I just didn't feel up to it. I was, there was just, it. I wasn't sick or I wasn't, you know, down or anything like that. It's just when I started, it's like, oh, I can't make any, any, any progress in this. Yeah. And then it became um, a chore and I go, I have, but I knew that I didn't want to put that energy into the project, but right. I knew that the deadline was coming up. So I needed to just let, let it happen. I just needed to get rid of the have to and understand, and it wasn't easy, 
but I had to understand that what I needed to do at that time was to not do it. And then when yeah, but I. She has a deadline to release our book. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> but I had to not do it right now. And then I had to have a talk with myself about time and how we've talked about before. Time is so. The concept of time is very 3D. It's it, going into 5D. The concept of time is 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 changing. It's different. As we talked about before, the the Earth is spinning differently. Time is changing. It's not linear, and all these kind of things. So my concept of time: Do I believe that I will be led? First of all, do I believe I've been led to do this? Yes. Do I believe that I will be led to finish it? Yes. Do I believe in the concept of the clock and the calendar? No. Do I believe that it will happen? Yes. So I need to let it happen when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. And, and it's very difficult when you're coming up to a deadline. And I have to say that when I let that go, when I say, okay, for whatever reason, I'm not supposed to do this now, and, and I will probably not know the, the full reason, but I was getting information. <clears throat> I was, things were falling into place, and once it started to move and once it started to happen, it was very, very easy considering, and I had people come in and say, I will help you do that. I will help you do that, and with that help, then the deadline was met. So the deadline was today at midnight. It all got done. Is this is for the Kindle? It all got done yesterday, and it's it flowed smoothly and it happened. And I didn't. Once I decided not to struggle, I didn't struggle. <laughs> and it was a blessing for those people to be able to help you as well. Absolutely, that's their gift. You know, yeah, and that's. Right. right. And so there's reasons that we don't understand. And there's, if you know, what do I have to stand? Am I going to, and this is a big question. Again, I heard somebody else, you know, on some of the socials say, it was time for me to walk my talk. Yeah. And can I walk my talk? Do you want to say something? No, I just oh, okay. want to say what happened to the concept of great things take time all things yeah great things take time yeah. yeah but that's a struggle when you have deadlines i thought i was on mute before i'm sorry <laughs> but yeah that's okay. jumped in and said yeah that's okay you know he's it's well, we interesting wanna, that he gets that you know we want to hear from him too if he has comments yeah but yeah. but what i but the whole story of me take you know telling you guys this is that when i decided not to struggle the struggle was not there and it just fell into place yeah and to me, that is, and Diane, I know, I know we had lots of conversations about that, is it is living in that flow and trusting that what's supposed to happen is going to happen. And I know we talked about, and I know it didn't go over so well. No, it didn't. Maybe it's not supposed to be up to <laughs> Right. As much as that's the deadline that she was given by source. Either if it's not going to happen on the 18th, then there's a reason. And we don't know that. And so we're really being asked to take that leap of faith. But just that living in that joy and living in that alignment, um, it's going to happen how it's supposed to happen. 
and maybe it's not supposed to, maybe they're supposed to get it the day after Christmas because that's when they needed it or whatever. Yeah. You don't and know. We may never letting know. all of that go and just going, I can't do this right now because it doesn't feel right. It's not flowing. It's not in alignment with me. I'm going back to my joy and it'll happen how it's supposed to happen and letting all of that other stuff go right. because that's all the conditioning stuff. And trusting that the universe, and I, I know it's not easy, but <laughs> it's not. understands the bigger plan. And maybe it's not that they get them by Christmas. Maybe they're supposed to. And maybe even part of that is maybe they're supposed to be pissed off at you. But that's their big lesson in life is they need whatever, you know. Uh, we don't understand the whole tapestry of it. We're just this one thread in it. And our thread, as long as we are living in alignment then we're not snagging anything else we're not we're creating this beautiful tapestry it's when we start pulling at it because we need to do this and we have to do this and this is a deadline and this is we're starting to pull at that and then we're pulling all the strings around us as well who knows what the lesson is for everyone like i said maybe the lesson is they're going to be pissed off at you and whatever it may be but that's that's not up to us to decide just knowing that it's in your highest good is all that matters and the highest good of all yeah my mantra lately is ease and grace everything in my life flows with ease and grace and that is the mantra that i've been using lately and um, it's been helping me get through some pretty difficult stuff is just repeating that to myself my life flows with ease and grace yeah, I had started saying um, all is well. It kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, all is well. Like when I would start stressing and my heart would start racing, like anxiety would come up. And I just kept telling myself all is well, all is well. And then I took an angel class. I don't know when it was in the summer or something. And the archangel that came up, and I can't even remember which one it was, was his motto was all is well. And I thought, wow, okay, he's been with me, you know, comforting me through this. But I'll do that's what I do. I all is well, all is well, all is well. And, and really, I love Christina's uh, ease and grace is one of mm -hmm. mine too. And it is always ease and grace if you're in alignment. It's when yeah. you're not and you're pulling on those strings that it becomes tension. Repeating it till it gets me into alignment. Like saying that to myself over and over helps me get back into alignment. Yeah. yeah. That's an affirmation. Yeah. It yeah. reminds our soul. <clears throat> And our soul and our and then our head starts to believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like and like Tara said, she and I had long discussions about this deadline thing and how it's not working and I was not okay. <laughs> how we she laughs. Well, you want to be reliable. You want, you know, you don't want people to think they can't count on you. I there you go. That's and what that's I was, the conditioning. That's right it. There. But and I also, there's a tarot or an oracle card I pulled for myself at one point, and it said be re or be reliable or reliable was the title. And I thought, well, I am reliable. And then I read it. This was a couple of years ago. And it said about being reliable unto yourself. Ah, there you I go. I was just going to say. That's to it. me, that is absolutely about, again, like I said, when I hit my thing this week, if I'm not being authentic, I am not offering people the love and light that they deserve. Right. No matter what it does to them, that's their stuff, not mine. Right. And 
I need to be reliable to being my authentic self, no matter what the consequences are of that. And that's like Diane said, that's walking the walk and talking the talk. And it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And also the idea of when you do a good thing that like, like you're, you're doing a good thing, Tammy, but when you do whatever it is, whoever it is, when you do a good thing, but it goes against your authenticity, you're giving away a part of yourself. Yeah, You're hurting and you don't often realizing realize it but because you've done this good thing you've accomplished this thing that you promised you would accomplish and we had Tara and I had these big long talks about okay what happens if you don't well I promised I would okay <laughs> it was difficult it was so difficult because and then I had to you know ask myself okay what's gonna ha- what's the worst thing that can happen the worst thing that can happen is that the deadline doesn't get met and I let all these people down and kind of, okay. And how many of those people are going to understand? But I will. I'll understand. All of them. That's not your responsibility. And that's right. right. Exactly. Because they are going to learn what they have to learn or they're not. Or maybe they'll resist it or maybe they'll fight it or maybe they'll whatever. But it's going to happen how it's supposed to happen. And that may, like I said, maybe it means that they have to get pissed off. Pissed off. Yeah. And that's what I was going to come back to. The pissed off is not an easy feeling and a good feeling. Maybe it has to be that way. But that comes back to the title of this knowing and knowing in a capital in capital letters because in your head you can say that over and over and over again but until it hits you in the heart hits you in the soul and you really really get it you struggle and that's that's what i go back to when it's the opening yes that's what i call when we embody these yes um and it's and even embodying it there's still the mental struggle because it's I mean, we're talking about conditioning that's thousands of years old, that's reinforced almost every second kind of thing. So it's not easy, (laughs) but it can go with ease and grace, the less you fight it. I think that's really key, ease and grace, ease and grace. And once you kind of give in to that, it does become easier and more graceful. And, yeah, I and, like that too. I like the ease and grace. Yeah. I think Sherry wants to say something. Can she? I think so. Oh, no. No, that oh, was no. a false alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for something profound there. Sherry. I know, right? <laughs> I'm not sure there's profoundness in there today. <laughs> oh, there is. I know it. I know it. <laughs> it's so funny when we um when I say that too because there was a time when I'd say something like I just know like I know and for me that is that capital k-n-o-w knowing and I always and I know Diane and I always do this head this hand motion of I know and then we do this like up and down from our head that's us connected to source and that's how I know 
which is different than I ego know, um, or I understand it cognitively. And that knowing is itself a comfort because I can go, I just know it. Like, I just know. And people don't always understand that. Hmm. They're like, how do you know? And I'm like, I don't know. I just know. I I say that's part of my claircognizance that I just know stuff, you know, just resonates and you know, it's right. And you feel it. Yep. When people ask me, how do you know that? My response is always, I don't know. How do I know anything? I just, it just know, comes yeah. to me. Yep. I feel like we need to hear the roosters today, Jennifer. <laughs> uh, I am slow waking up this morning. Uh, but I wanted to say that when I saw the title of this, the knowing versus knowing, I interpreted it as you know, intellectual knowing versus gut knowing. But I didn't really look at it in the way that you guys presented it in that, like, knowing something and then knowing something with, like, your heart source. You know, it, it's the same thing, but it's, you know, like, uh, just for example, I know that we can heal our bodies, but we need to embody that in order to make it happen, you know? Mm. Uh, so that just hit me in a different way because I was thinking intellectual knowing versus gut knowing because I have a lot of gut knowing that I don't know how I know. I just know. Um, and I that my whole life. I know. And that was exactly what it, so that was exactly what it was. So that heart gut knowing is to me again, and I'm doing the hand motion, Diane, <laughs> connected to source knowing. And, and it's, it is that. And what I kind of, when I said the intro is, um, lots of times we understand things like that. Exactly. And I went through that with, you can, like your body can absolutely heal itself. And I know that, but I haven't completely embodied that yet. Right. And so I still have some conditioning around, Oh, but you know, and that kind of thing. And so I was saying in the intro, that middle space in between understanding something intellectually and cognitively and knowing it, like embodying it completely and where you can just go, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I need to work on the embodying it part because there's a lot of, yeah, I just know these things, you know, and I don't, I don't know how I know them. And another thing I wanted to add to, to uh, you guys were talking about, you know, it not resonating when you're doing something that doesn't align with you. And it, it triggered a realization in me that I get, I get rageful when I feel forced to do something I don't want to do. Um, and even though I know it's something I'm supposed to do and it's something I shouldn't be rageful for. And so then I beat myself up for like, well, why am I having this emotional reaction? You know, just do the thing that interrupts your flow or whatever you're doing in this moment. But I realize now that that rage comes because a long time ago I read like rage is not from the now rage is from the past. Like anger is now, but rage is something else coming up. Um, and I realized that that rage is just being forced to be out of alignment with myself when I do shoulds, you know? Absolutely. Oh, how interesting. 
and and I I feel that too, and and that's yeah. <laughs> but I I know Diana and I were talking about it too. The interesting thing about like on the power versus force chart, um, anger is actually the first emotion, feeling whatever you want to call it, that is actually a movement one, and so the anger is not bad in itself because it sparks us to move. It's a fire energy. It's it's a movement energy. When we're in grief and sadness and depression, that is very stagnant energy. Mm. And you can't really move in that. It's not until you hit anger that you can start making movement. And some people yes, choose to move in the wrong direction or an unhealthy direction. But it is definitely the first part on the chart that actually that you can move, if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And so it's becoming a friend with that because the rage is coming out because you're not living in alignment. And so that gives you the fire energy to go, nope, not gonna do this again, not gonna fall for this conditioning, not gonna fall for this pattern. And it gives you that energy to push through it or <laughs> gives you the energy to throw punch somebody too. But <laughs> But that's your choice too. Um, that's for their highest good. <laughs> yeah, and maybe it is. Well, but what's it, interesting? What's interesting when you say that uh, we were at the happiest place on earth, and Jennifer's son said, "We better go, mom, before you throat punch somebody." <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I was. Roller. <laughs> And I lost it. I lost all my zen then. We didn't hear the first part of that sentence, Jennifer. Oh, uh, just that I was really good until someone tried to run over my kids with a stroller. Well, mama bear. Yeah, nobody Oh, man. <laughs> but that was hysterical. I go, okay, we're on our way out. <laughs> <laughs> and you got movement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was so good. <laughs> oh my god that place that place out of me that's for sure well i think I, i'm just gonna second what diane said earlier it's a whole lot of people out there oh yeah yeah too people yeah and you know that brings up something else is that <clears throat> as difficult as it is for us that know to go through this process of this change and these and these energies and this shifting and the, all the shit, you know, the people of uh, there's a lot of people that don't know, and they're trying to live in this 3D world with all of these feelings and all of this stuff happening, and that brings not good stuff happening. Yeah, I think that's why the suicide rate is climbing so drastically right now right they don't uh, they don't know they 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 don't have they they just don't understand and 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 we understand to a bit to to a degree and it's still hard on us we know but no <laughs> right i can understand the suicide rate the way i've been feeling lately if you don't know what's going on i could see that for sure Well, I missed uh, what you said, Tammy, because my alarm went off. 
Oh, I said I could understand the suicide rates going up, knowing the way I've felt the last three months. And I'm, I'm just so exhausted. If I didn't know what I know, uh, I'd probably be on drugs or like, you know, drinking too much or going to the doctor for anxiety medicine or something. You know? Well, and that's my point. Or throat punching people. Or throat or, punching people, right. Yeah, or all kinds of other things. Or, you know, using a gun or yeah. just all the stuff that we're seeing people lose their shit you know they're, they're losing their shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so I, I tie that back to that you know um anger because mm-hmm. a lot of people were just living in um autopilot in mm-hmm. those lower like depression and grief and sadness and and apathy and i can't even remember them all that unaware unaware unawake not awakened you know yeah, and that's how our society was. And so seeing all this rage come up is, again, not easy, but it, I kind of went, yay, <laughs> when I saw it, because I'm like, that is movement energy. That is their first taste of movement, mm-hmm. and that's beautiful. And so if it needs to come up as through punching people, <laughs> unfortunately, sometimes so- that's where it goes. Those people but, uh, might need a punch in the face to wake up. <laughs> yeah. No joking aside. Yeah, but exactly. it, is that, it is that. I, I mean, I'm not condoning anyone's no. but, <laughs> but, um, violence. <laughs> but it, it, it is that movement energy. And again, when that movement comes up, however that looks for them, and a lot of it has come up with um, violence, mm, or aggression towards others and that kind of thing, but at least it's movement and at least it's, that's how I see it anyhow. Yep. I wanted to say something about the, uh, the 3D, you know, the people in 3D trying to assimilate all of this stuff and that what's that, what that's doing to them back in like February to April, I think it was, I was in a really dark place, really, really, really dark place. I wasn't suicidal, but I wanted to disappear. Like I wanted to pack my backpack and disappear into the mountains for a while, like a while. (laughs) So it wasn't exactly suicidal, but I definitely wanted to not be here. And so I went through that very strongly for a few months and come to find out it all came to a head when my neighbor across the street committed suicide and it all stopped and I didn't feel any of that anymore and oh. he used to he didn't do it at the house we found out after the fact um, but he used to park his his truck back he would back in into the driveway and the front of his pointed directly to my bedroom window. So all of those months, I realized after the fact that that energy was coming like direct line into me. Yep. And when he committed suicide, all of those feelings of my own left. And again, I wasn't suicidal, but I was, I did not want to be here. You know, there was a difference and I had to explain that difference. Um, I get it, but I get it too. I get it too. As soon as he did what he did, all of that left my own experience. Like none of that was mine, but I thought it was mine. Like I could not pull myself out enough to realize that it wasn't mine. Um, so not only do you have the people who are, are doing that 
But then you have the people who are affected by the others doing that around them and don't know that it's others, other people's shit. And then so they're doing those things too, you know, and it's this domino effect because nobody knows how to hand, not nobody, people don't know how to handle the energies. You know, and it, that like what you're saying makes me too, and this is something I've thought of lately, how much of what I'm carrying isn't mine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I, and I'm even finding, and this is kind of funny, uh, like I felt my when my friend got vertigo and I got really dizzy that one Friday night and found out two days later she got vertigo. I have the same hip pain as my one best friend. Carrie and I have the same elbow pain. And I'm going, look, what's mine? What's not mine? How do I figure this out? And how much of all these emotions have I been carrying all my life yeah. that aren't even mine? So how do I determine which which is mine? Maybe, maybe you don't have to determine it. Maybe you just have to ask your guides to remove what isn't yours. Yeah, but I've gotten to. Like, if this isn't mine, I don't want it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I've noticed with me, because... Um, Mine's a li little bit different because I don't directly speak with my guides. I know that they speak through my cognizance, but I don't like, have conversations with them. Yeah, I don't yet. either. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I know for me, I just, I, I recognize when I have a feeling and I take that second to just kind of go observe it and just watch it and usually what i've noticed happens really fast especially lately is how easily my ego will attach to it and come up with these stories and then i just watch it and it's really actually quite amusing <laughs> which sounds kind of weird but it's almost like watching a movie because it's like oh yeah so i'll feel like anger and i know it's collective anger or anger from somebody that i've picked up and it's not even important who um at that point but i'll feel angry for no reason i'll be like okay and then my ego will be like oh you could totally be mad at this or you could totally take <laughs> and it starts like going on these little and i'm like yeah but i'm not really upset about that and it's like okay well then you can do this and it's like well this person totally did you wrong and it's like yeah but we're not really upset about that yeah oh okay well and it, it just keeps trying to like get me to attach to it. and it's like nah, i don't really need to and like I said, most times I end up just kind of laughing at it because it's so funny how it just, but it happens so fast. And I think that's the blessing of being able to see it now is we attach to it so easily because there's still cords of it within us. Like if I have anger within me, then as soon as I feel the anger, my ego is like, okay, well, we can be mad at, you know, so-and-so didn't call you back. So, oh yeah, that's why I'm angry. And then I attach the story to it. But if you don't attach to it and just go, yeah, I'm feeling anger. And then just let it move through, then it doesn't affect me. And how many of us are doing like, um, I, I think Tara and I had talked about this, where we're feeling something, we're feeling grief, we're feeling anger, we're feeling whatever, and we can't really identify where it's coming from. But maybe that's part of what we do to help release the collective is just let it move through us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. We're in, and that's, that's where it's becomes. Yeah. We're instruments. And that's where yeah. it's become such a blessing to be able to sit back and, and like I said, there's lots of times that I'll be sitting here and I'll just start laughing because it's just hilarious how hard it tries. But I think because I've healed so much, that it's not finding those cords to like attach me to it. 
so now I can do what we're here to do or what I feel and what that's what Christina said to just transmute it and just let it move through me because yeah. I'm not attaching to it. And but even because if you I had a whole bunch of repressed anger and a whole bunch of other feelings in me, I could easily attach to them and then they became mine. And right. so, but now I can just kind of, not all the time, but it, I do. And I like sitting watching a movie and it's like, okay, you have your little tantrum and try and attach it to something, but it's like, yeah, that's not, I'm not really upset about that. And then it's yeah. like, okay, next one. And it just tries to attach so hard. My mind is so guilty of that. <laughs> Sorry, um, that's okay. Um, I just wanted to say like, for those who say they don't speak directly with their guides, I don't think it matters. You're just asking for, you know, just to remove what isn't yours because a really good way to hold on to something, whether it's yours or not, is to take the time to sort through it because then you're paying attention to it. And so oh. it's holding on tighter. And so, then you're claiming part of it, right? Yes, yeah. and you're claiming part of it. So it doesn't matter if you're talking to your guides, the universe, angels, God, whatever. It doesn't matter as long as you're just saying, okay, this isn't mine and it needs to go. Whatever isn't mine needs to leave me. Whatever is mine, I will deal with. You awesome. know, I, I've been, um, just real quick, because I know we're running out on time here, but yeah, like I'm struggling lately with when I sit down to meditate, who am I talking to? <laughs> like, and then I feel like I'm doing it wrong. So that was another thing that's been happening lately. Spirit guides, yeah, ascended masters. Now I'm, you know, I'm learning more about Jesus and who he was. Should I be talking to him? I, you know, like, I'm not sure who to talk to. It doesn't have, matter who no, you're talking you don't have to. I know. Talk, no. <laughs> but I, that's in my head. That's what's happening I, in my head. Yeah. I know, but do I know? Right, exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> really, when I gave up the idea of who's listening, it doesn't really matter who's listening. The point is that I'm releasing or that I'm meditating or that I'm, I'm doing what I feel I need to do. And whoever is taking that on is taking it on. And that's not my responsibility. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think for me, what I did is I just, I, I just tried a bunch and and really tuned into what felt authentic to me. And yeah, so it's just what feels authentic. And sometimes it's to nobody. It's just to. Sometimes it's universe. to your. Sometimes it's to yourself. Yeah, your yep. higher self, your yeah. inner being, whatever yeah. you want. I was gonna say your higher self. Yeah. 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 And that goes back to, you know, when we first started this conversation is um, the, everybody's different, you know, and everybody just connects differently, you know, things, things um, make an impression differently and all this other kind of stuff. So to work on taking those or work on having the discussion to your higher self and saying things like, this is what I do. I say, okay, is this mine? And if I hear no, I says, then take it away from me. And what can I do? And I normally, not normally, usually what I hear is send love, send light and love. And that's what I do. And then if it's that it's mine, then, okay, what do I need to do? and whatever I am led, I try to do. And sometimes going back to the deadlines, Tammy, 
what do I need to do? You need to sit here and watch three Hallmark movies in a row. (laughs) Okay. I, that's not, that's not helping. Oh yeah. This is what you need to do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then after the three movies in a row, then ask me again. Yeah. And they go, okay. (laughs) Can, Can I go start my computer? No. No. <laughs> and that, it, it was very definite. No. No. Huh. And so that's how it worked in me this time. And next time it might work the same way or it might be different. Yeah. I know for me, I usually say, um, like, if I feel it, it's just come out of nowhere. I ask, am I supposed to be doing something? Like, do I need to do something with this? Let me know. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get... Um, you know, like I'll think of somebody and I'll go and I'll check and I'll be like, oh yeah, I need to do a flower essence for so-and-so or, um, for myself, maybe it is mine. Um, but I just ask, is there something that I'm supposed to be doing with this? And if it's a no, then I just sit with it and I'm just like, okay. And then mm-hmm. I giggle at my ego trying to attach to it. But, <laughs> um, but I just ask, is there something that I'm supposed to be doing with this? And sometimes the answer is yes. And sometimes it's no. Sometimes it's just a matter of letting it move through me. Like a filter. And it's all a practice. It's all just continuously learning about what we've just talked about. About how how I am, how I work, the things that I'm carrying with me. And how can I work within me and what do I need to know about absolutely and I think that is that is such a profound key thing and so listen closely Tammy (laughs) yes and and we're all instruments too we have to remember that you your path is your path Right. And it was designed by you for you. Yeah. And so. What the it, hell? I know, right? <laughs> I know. What this is the thing? This is bullshit. One of the things that Tara said that really made me laugh is she said, I don't think I had an attorney present when I signed that contract. Yeah, I think somebody, somebody needs to talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is your path. And your path, like I said, was designed by you for you to learn what you needed to learn. And so the more, maybe you are supposed to protect every day. And maybe that's why that's not, you know, that, that hits you. Maybe I you're think not. that came up. Yeah, that you know? came up for a reason, for sure. And so it's just really, and I, I, I know it's not easy, but it's trusting yourself and trusting that you're, you're, you are where you're meant to be, and you're going where you're meant to go, no matter what. Period. That's just yeah. it. And so, and letting it go, all the shoulds and need tos, and start leaving in the wants. And the more you do that, the more you'll start to see where you're aligned and where you're misaligned. And then, like Jennifer said, you start to feel rage when you're misaligned. Yeah. Okay. And no one can tell you what's right or wrong. Because, you know, and and I know why lots of times when I work with, because who tends to be attracted to me is people who are on their path or newly on their path. 
and I asked them specifically about protection. They say, do you protect your energy? Well, no, I've never heard of that. And I'll get from their soul how they could. And I just always say, when you feel called to, I would do this. And it's different for everyone. So it's not like there's one size fits all. It's what, what aligns with you. And then I always say to them, check out stuff on YouTube, whatever calls to you. That is, that's your soul saying, that's how I need to ground or that's how I need to protect myself or whatever it is. Um, and it's not because I read it in a book and I, and I need to say these words and I need to say those words and I need to do it this way and that way. No, it's however works for you because you are you. Yeah, the label one size fits all is a huge lie. Yeah. Huge lie. Everyone has their own size. Absolutely. And that size can vary from day to day. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Very true. Oh, yes. Much like my weight. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I feel like that's attention stuff too. Yeah, I think it is because it's like I'll get on the scale and there's like a one pound difference, but the pant size doesn't fit with that one pound. Really? No, this is all like weird 3D warpy stuff. It's yeah. just gravity. It's gravity what makes us weigh what we weigh. Well, <laughs> right. and I'm thinking stupid gravity. What our bodies are going through, and I keep getting this message too, our bodies are going through absolute hell at this point. Like they are completely... The way I guess I kind of understand, I don't know, understand it, this makes, or the way I cognitively I can make sense of it, it would be like changing a car from a diesel to a gas. Everything mm. has to change. Everything within us. And so are we tired? Yeah, there's a reason. Our bodies are going through stuff that they've never gone through before. And they are literally changing the way they function down to a very cellular level. And so that is a lot, like a lot. And yeah, I don't know. I, just, I don't know there's much else to say about that. It's just a lot. And so I'm trying to find more love for my body in it because I get yeah. really frustrated with them. Like, come on, shit, get your stuff together and stuff. But it's like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, I totally think it's just great. What you're saying, yeah. Me too. So you are going through a lot, body. And, and you are doing a hell of a job because I'm still functioning somewhat. <laughs> I read one time that, well, I've read it more than once, but I read it, read that when we signed our contract to come here and be now in this life, we were giving multiple, given multiple opportunities to change our mind. We kept getting asked, are you sure? Are you sure this is going to be difficult or do you really want to? And we decided at that time that, yep, we want to go there and yep, we can handle it. And here yeah, we are. Yeah, what the hell were we thinking? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we got all the information at the time, but we were given multiple, <laughs> multiple yeah. options there. But it makes sense to me because it's not for the faint of heart no it's tough it's really hard amen 
Amen. Yeah. But when I, those kinds of things make me think, oh, okay, all right. And Let's... from what I'm, what I'm learning with reading Dolores Cannon, it's such a blessing and an honor to be here on this planet. Like we, the ones that are here are really special beings. Even the ones who aren't, that don't know yet, <laughs> you know. It's an unprecedented time. And like Tara said, our bodies are going through all kinds of shit and our emotions and, and everybody around us and, you know, and we have to deal with all of this from all, from the collective, you know, from our families, from just all around us. And again, the only thing, the only person we can work on is me. And I, if somebody else asks me for guidance and ideas and help, yeah, I, we can talk about it. We can share tools we can do, but they have to do their work and I have to do my work. Absolutely. And, and I think that it, it really is about completely trusting yourself mm -hmm. and your connection to source and your higher self. And cause again, you chose your path to be exactly how you chose your path and they're the only ones that know it or you're the only one that knows it and so yes you can go to people for advice but um or for tips or tools but that doesn't make it a rule that that is oh, okay yeah that aligns with me nope that one doesn't um even when it comes down to like the ascension process and so i've gotten where i before like I go on Instagram or like, especially if I'm questioning something like what the fuck is this, which is usually my question <laughs> what's going on. Um, I'll say, okay, if I'm supposed to know, I'm going to trust that you're going to tell me because you've always told me universe what I need to know when I need to know it. And sure enough, you know, like I'll open Instagram or open YouTube and they'll be and it's like, okay, this is where I need to go. But it is that really truly trusting that um, trusting ourselves and trusting our knowing, knowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and the more, again, the more it's practiced, the, the faster you can get to that place of knowing, of hearing, of the guidance, it becomes easier and easier to, to, for those that message to come through from all the clatter and the clutter that's around is that wh what are my values? What do I believe in? Why do I believe in that? If I believe that, then what I better walk that. And that's my, me talking to myself. If I believe that, why wouldn't I want to walk that? And I and, think that, sorry, go ahead. Well, and, and if I, and I do question my belief on that. Okay, maybe, why am I believing that? And that one is not one I want to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And I go, okay, but this is one I want to hold on to. So if I want to hold on to this, what do I need to do? And it's go, it goes, don't turn on your computer. <laughs> That's just one example because we've been talking about it. 
Yeah. But that's the way it's been. Well, and I think like even with the information that we're getting, even the information about Ascension stuff or about what's happening, if it doesn't align with you, then it's not for you. And Mm -hmm. I think that's where you get even like with Jennifer, what she said, you know, when you start to try to even make yourself believe something that you don't and it doesn't align, you feel it just feels yuck. It just, I don't know, like nails on the chalkboard yuck. And that doesn't mean that it's wrong information or that it's bad information or anything. It's just not aligned to what I need to know at this point. Maybe later on I will, Mm. you know, and maybe it will align later on. Um, But it's that, it's that moment to moment kind of checking in with yourself. Does this align with me? Does it not? This activity, this, um, this knowing or this, you know, information that's coming to me or anything. Um, and just really, is this aligned to me right now? No. Or yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that the end? <laughs> kind of feels like it. Kind of feels like it. Unless somebody else has something to say. Uh, nope. Nope. (laughs) Well, that's been a good conversation. I think so, too. And it is a process. That embodying is a process. Mm -hmm. And it's a difficult one. Because that's where you're sorting through a lot of those beliefs. And a lot that we just took for granted that that's just who we are. That are so deeply conditioned in us that it's not clear that that's that it could be any other way. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, love and light, my lovely ladies. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thanks for May being here. May everyone's life flow with ease and grace. Ease and grace. Yes. Amen. Okay. Love you guys. Love Take you. Care. Have a week, everybody. Bye. Have love a good day. Bye-bye.